Welcome to Tales from the North with Monique Sleedrecht. storms recently, we had the good sense, or the tree surgeon had the good sense, to come and cut the tops of some of the trees near the bungalow here. They were growing too close to the electricity wires, so the guys came in with their visor jackets and chainsaws and gradually cut away the necessary branches. They chopped up the logs and stacked them in the shed for future use, and the branches were put in a separate pile underneath one of the trees. At the time, I was not sure what they would be used for. In any case, it was a good thing those branches came down when they did, as I'm not sure they would have held up in the recent windstorms. A few days ago, I suddenly thought of those pine branches and how they would be perfect for my Christmas decorating. Instead of going out and getting a Christmas tree or enhancing my decor through store-bought items, I decided to make my own garland and makeshift tree with the remaining pine. On a still and clear, dry day, after a walk on the beach, I came back and went out to the stack of leftover branches to pick some out. A crow called out, and the birds were twittering nearby, wondering about my visit to their territory. I breathed in the fresh air. It smelled sweetly of pine a wonderful smell which always brings me back to the pine forests in Ontario, where I grew up as a child. There were a lot of branches to choose from. I picked out a few, tucking them under my arm, and walked to the house, plopping them on the porch where I could have a better look and trim some of the excess. My boots were muddy, so I stomped down a few times to try and get some of the dirt and debris off them. A robin popped up on the outdoor wall to watch me inquisitively, or to alert me to its need for seeds, I'm not sure which, but probably the latter. I cut away a few bits of the pine branches and brought them inside. Took off my boots and coat and walked to the lounge with my stash spreading them out over the floor. Before continuing, I decided to make it a festive occasion. In the kitchen, I rummaged through the cupboards to find some spices, heated up some almond milk on the stove and made myself a spicy latte, which I took with me back to the lounge. Then I plugged in the small Christmas lights, already framing the large window, and put on some Christmas music. There, that was the right setting. There was a perfect piece from the outdoor foliage to use as my small Christmas tree. I found a terracotta pot and turned it upside down, inserting the stem of the branch in the hole at the bottom and placing it on a small table. The makeshift tree was a little wobbly, but it would do. Then I proceeded to trim up the other branches and lay them along the top of the fireplace mantle, tucking one piece behind another 
until they covered the stretch of ledge in a somewhat orderly way. I put the leftover bits in a small pile to use for a fire later. Moving around the room, I took other branches, big and small, and found places to display them, along with some of the ribbon and gold pine cones I had saved, nestling candles in where they could be suitably lit without setting it all aflame. There were so many branches to choose from, but I chose carefully, and before going over the top, I decided to stop and step back to have a look. Feeling satisfied, I took the smaller pieces and put them in the fire. Lit a match and set them alight, placing a log on top. The fire crackled and spit and soon was roaring away, providing warmth and a lovely glow in the room. If the tone hadn't been set already, it was then. And I lit up some candles as well before grabbing the room to sweep up the mess that was left and threw it outside in the bushes, frightening the thrush that had been hopping around the lawn. Coming back in, I went to the lounge, picked up my book, grateful for the warmth around me and the festive cheer that the fire brings at this time of year. I'm now thinking how to best use up the remainder of the branches outside, but there's nothing like the crackle of pine needles in the fire and the scent that goes with it, so I'm sure I'll have no problem using them up, and maybe I'll decorate the kitchen with some of the other branches tomorrow. I do love this time of year and the excuse to brighten up the everyday with the foliage from outside. I can hear the wind starting to pick up and the sky is quickly darkening. Sitting back in my chair, I pick up my long book of poetry and nestle in among the cushions, taking a long sip of my cinnamon latte. I open to the pages of a poem by Kenneth Graham, the writer of Wind in the Willows. It turns out Graham was born in Edinburgh. Carol by Kenneth Graham. Villagers all, this frosty tide, let your doors swing open wide. Though wind may follow and snow beside, yet draw us in by your fire to bide. Joy shall be yours in the morning. Here we stand in the cold and the sleet, blowing fingers and stamping feet. Come from far away you to greet, you by the fire and we in the street, bidding you joy in the morning. For ere one half of the night was gone, sudden a star has led us on, raining bliss and benison, bliss tomorrow and more anon, joy for every morning. Goodman Joseph toiled through the snow, saw the star o'er a stable low. Mary she might not further go, welcome thatch and litter below. Joy was hers in the morning. And then they heard the angels tell, who were the first to cry Noel? Animals all, as it befell, in the stable where they did dwell. Joy shall be theirs in the morning.
Thank you for listening. This podcast is available from iTunes, Spotify, and all usual online streaming platforms. For further information, please visit www.moniquesleedrecht.com. Please join us again next time for more Tales from the North.